Hold on, let me turn my fan off. Okay, so, hey, welcome to another episode of Chai Chai. It's your girl, Chai, and uh, y'all already know the deal. I'm probably at work. It sounds like I'm talking low or whatever. I'm in my office. Hopefully nobody barges in. If they do, I'm going to just stop talking. And you probably, and probably it's going to be weird because I'm going to have to stop it because I work in a legal office and, you know, there's confidentiality issues and things like that. So, yeah, you're not going to be able to hear any work-related content. But anyway, I just wanted to give that disclaimer. Um, So, I decided to give my review of Beyonce's Renaissance album. I mean, I, you know what, spoiler alert, I think it's thebomb.com, period. Um, one thing I appreciate appreciate about Beyonce is that she constantly reinvents herself, and you never know what you're going to get with her. Um, this was completely unexpected. I did not expect her to go this musical direction. So, um... When I first heard Break My Soul, I mean, I liked it off the bat when I first heard Break My Soul because it just reminded me of the 90s of some of the uh, house music that came out in the early 90s. And um, I just like the the fabulousness of it, the, the disco, I mean, the nod to like the disco era. Um, I definitely peaked from like day one of Break My Soul dropping that she was um very inspired by the lgbtq plus sorry if i didn't get the acronym right but she was very inspired by the gay community and um i don't know where she's been spending her time but yeah it's very evident that this was for them and um and i'm here for it i love it i love um the the photos that she released in conjunction with it and it's just she looks great and she just looks so fabulous and I often think of Beyonce like wow when my son gets older he's probably going to look at Beyonce in the way that I look at let's see the way I look at like uh Donna Summer or Diana Ross or um, who else do I look at? Well, basically what I'm trying to say is is that I feel like, or Michael Jackson, yeah. Basically what I'm trying to say is, is that I feel like Beyonce is, her legend status has already been established, but it's like she keeps up in the bar, she keeps up in the ante, and it's just really... It's really profound to to witness a legend in the making because I know that my child and my grandchildren, if he has children, like they're gonna look back on her and be like, "Wow, she's she was amazing," and you know she you know there's there's gonna be so many documentaries on her. There's gonna be so many like specials on her the way that we see from. Uh, you know, uh, programs from back in the day where they talk about the glamour stars of the 50s, the 60s, things like that. 
and it's just gonna be crazy because I'm gonna be like wow I literally been watching her since forever like since the 90s and to see that she's in such a um such held in such high regard and seen in the light that she's seen in and you and we literally watched her star rise the way that it has is pretty cool so um let's talk about some of my favorite songs so not in any particular order the songs that i had to download immediately was heated I love, love, love Heat It. Heat It gets me hype. I listen to it like every day when I'm trying to get, you know, I'm just trying to like feel myself and be cocky and everything. I love me some Heat It, okay? Um, uh, that's the one where it's like, Uncle Johnny made my dress. Like the part where she's just talking shit at the end. I'm telling you, I did a video with me just dancing into that part. Because, look, I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's my song. Um, Plastic off the, so off the Sofa was another one I had to immediately download. Um, because she, her vocals was just so beautiful on that song. And it was just, it was very sensual. The first time I heard it, I was in the shower, so I really felt like, let me put this body oil on me and really feel myself. Like, plastic off the sofa was just, that's just how it makes me feel. It makes me feel luxurious. It makes me feel sensual. And um, it's, it was a long, long time since I've heard Beyonce put out, like, a, a melodic tune like that. Um... I feel like she's been kind of singing in her lower register the past two or three albums. And so Plastic Off the Sofa was more of her in her mid to high register as far as her vocal range goes. It has been such a long time since I've heard her be in that register. And so um, that's what I really appreciate about that song. I also immediately downloaded, and this is all besides Break My Soul, because when I first heard Break My Soul, yeah, I, I downloaded it. But... I also downloaded Cozy because I really love the message that she's saying that she's so cozy in her skin. She's comfortable. And um, I aspire to to feel that way. I feel like I'm cozy as with who I am as a person. And, you know, just my philosophy, my ideology, my ethics, my morals. I'm cozy with that, but I'm not at a point where I'm cozy with my mom body and my 30s in my 30s body. I'm not cozy with that yet. So <laughs> I love that I'm using the, the name of the song to describe that. But yeah, I really do want to get cozy with that one day. Um, I'm, I'm putting the work in. I'm getting there. So uh, yeah, I just love the song, period. What else? Hold on. Let me see. Because I got it right here. Which other songs I down? Oh, Alien Superstar. I downloaded too. Um, category. Bad bitch. I'm the bar. That shit is just so cunty. And, and just. That's a song you put on. When you getting ready to go out with your girls. 
and you just feeling yourself you just want to let people know like yo i'm really that bitch let's talk about it um that's that's just one of them hype songs it makes you feel good it makes you feel like you really the biggest bad bitch out here and i really just fuck with it heavy um she's talking her shit and so that song i i see a lot on social media right now a lot of people feel the same way like they just be playing that songs on their videos and they be doing their thing with the that song playing so um she might want to think about releasing that next if she is going to drop another single from this album that might be what she needs to do and and i feel like if she do a video for it she gotta do uh like a runway type situation but not today's current runway because i don't feel like today's current runway situation is the same as how the runway used to be in the 90s um back then being a model was very much an elitist uh, profession it was something like look it had very strict standards very it was very exclusive um not just basically not anybody could just be a model and there was just a certain criteria you had to meet i'm not saying it's right but i'm just saying that culture of yesteryear was is completely different from this year there's not a lot of exclusivity with the model um, industry and it's a lot more inclusive um so of course you know i don't want to say the bar lowered i don't want to say that at all but i do want to say because it's so inclusive now it doesn't have that aura of mystique in that aura of um unattainable i guess um, and those were things that was part of that culture of runway. And so I feel like if she does this video, because she's talking her shit and she's like really, really confident or whatever, she should do a nod to just that throwback era. And she could still be inclusive with the images that she uses, with the models that she uses, but just a, a nod to that era, like maybe even for the camera work, make it look like it was being recorded on a camcorder versus you know the the better technology we have now um have them in 90s garb and just have that whole feel of what it meant to sit at a runway show in the 90s and things like that i just think it would be pretty cool and she can still honor the progression that we've seen in a model industry with people being more inclusive and and um, also honoring like the gay contributions to fashion and things like that. I think it would be bomb.com. So I definitely think she should release Alias Superstar as her next single. And another single that I haven't downloaded yet, I keep forgetting, but it's uh, That Girl. I love That Girl. That Girl makes me feel like I need to put my sunglasses on, I need to put on a swimsuit and just sit poolside because I'm really that girl. Um, so I fucked with that heavy too. And of course Virgo Groove. Virgo's Groove is my shit. It's the, it's the one of the lengthier songs. So that's definitely something that I just play when I'm um I'm gonna be in the car for a little bit. And um I don't I just I don't know what else to say about it other than it's absolutely amazing. Um 
Oh yeah, and I just realized on the song Cozy that T.S. Madison, she was in, she was the uh, doing some of the commentary on that single. So that was pretty dope for her to do. Um, so some of the things that I didn't like, I didn't like Thick, um, and I didn't really care for Church Girl. I thought that Church Girl had a lot of potential, but it just fell flat for me. I feel like she, I just feel like some of the content was just a little too beneath her, um, in, in a variety of ways. I just felt like she sounded kind of like an old auntie on Church Girl and Thick because it's like, oh, some of the language she's using is kind of dated. And just some of the things she was thinking about, it's like, girl, no, you know you don't you don't do that. You know you're not you're not on that vibe. So I thought that way about Church Girl and Thick. I need to re-listen to America Has a Problem. Um, I heard that from like a couple of people that they really liked that song but when I heard it I was just really confused by it to be honest so um I'm gonna just have to revisit that again Summer Renaissance was cool um I think I like Move I need to listen to that again All Up In Your Mind was okay Pure Honey that was all right um Energy was cool but yeah, I feel like those were just, you know, throwaway singles for me. It was like, okay, um, I'll listen to it, but it's not really like hitting the way the other songs I pointed out hit. And um that's basically it. Overall, this I give this album a solid A. Like I said, one thing about Beyonce as an artist is that she reinvents herself and she knows how to carve out a lane for herself and kind of break away from the pack and she doesn't really follow trends like that she's not a predictable artist and she's not an artist that's gonna play safe too much um and for like the past decade i feel like she's just been kind of on some i don't care about these little rules the music industry has in place for artists i'm gonna do my own thing i earn that right when I say I'm a queen, I meant that and I move accordingly. And I also love that she's very protective of her status and she doesn't sway from that. Meaning that she knows her impact. She knows how she's regarded by her peers and by her fans and her haters. And so she she carries herself like I'm behind a velvet rope and y'all not going to come behind this velvet rope unless you are on my level. You are within my uh, sphere of close friends, family, and loved ones. So, you know, keep it cute, move, move that way. And I think it's very interesting that she's been able to keep this up in an era that has increasingly become very unveiled when it comes to celebrities. I personally think celebrities of today, they talk too much, they reveal too much, and then they wonder why some people are so comfortable with talking to them a certain way and speaking on them a certain way and showing them in a certain light. Because I feel like these celebrities carry themselves like they're not celebrities. And then they get mad when we treat them the way that they carry themselves. 
And so I feel like with Beyonce, it's like, no, she's really celebrity royalty and we don't know her tea. And anything we know is is very speculative. We nothing's really confirmed. Like we still don't know what the hell happened in that elevator. We still don't know who the hell Jay Z was creeping with behind her back that they admitted to and we don't have any like real tea about them. Like we don't know if she had she really got her body done. I mean it's obvious, but what I'm trying to say is her business is her business and she knows how to she knows how to duck off. She knows how to get ghosts and she knows how to lock it down. And if, if there's any leaks or mistakes or anything like that from her team, she addresses it accordingly. And I just, you can't do nothing but respect it. And I think a lot of artists, no matter what level they're on, they can learn from that. And I think they need to emulate that if they want to be taken seriously. Um, and um, that's basically it on that front. Now, as far as the Khalees uh, scandal that happened with this, at first, I'm not going to lie, when I heard about it, I was turned off. Uh, it was one of those things that annoys me about Beyonce. You know, sometimes she can be problematic and that she doesn't, she, the way that she's inspired by certain artists whether they're famous or not, whatever, sometimes it really does come off like she's jacking from them, like she's straight stealing from them. And like she's using her weight to get away with it. So when I heard about that, it, it did leave a sour taste in my mouth. But then I thought about it and I'm like, wait a second. First of all, the sample she used, um, I know that Khalees was done wrong by Pharrell and the Neptunes, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's still a fight that Khalees has to take up with Pharrell. And we don't even know the conversations that Beyonce had with Pharrell. Um, they've been close. He's been like a close um, colleague of hers, if not a friend, for a very long time, for decades. Um, and she's more close to him, obviously, as she is to Khalees. And... She probably thought that her sampling Khalees and then um, actually putting her as, like, citing her on her album was respectful. Um, like, that she sampled her. And I do think, like, maybe she could have hit her up. But then I'm like, but why would she hit her up if Khalees doesn't own the rights to that song? She gave you the courtesy of sampling I mean, of noting that she sampled you and crediting you on her album. So I think, you know, hindsight being 2020, I think Beyonce did the right thing. Um, Khalees was saying that she needs to stand in solidarity with women, like she claims that she does. And like I said, we don't know what that discussion looked like behind doors, if there was a discussion at all. Maybe she did try to tell Pharrell like hey maybe you need to have that conversation with Khalees and renegotiate it go back to the drawing table whatever whatever but I feel like objectively Beyonce did the right thing and even when Khalees was making that big fuss Beyonce like once again she did not stoop below her level she just removed her her sample and kept it moving like I'm not speaking on nothing I'm not addressing nothing I got things to do a life to live, and that's it. So you just wanted to get over it. 
So, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on that little scandal. But other than that, this era is iconic. It's legendary. It went number one on the Billboard 200. Um, and I'm very excited for Beyonce. It's been quite a number of years since she had a number one. Um, I already know it's going to mad, get mad Grammys. And, and yeah, like, it, it's just it's really cool to see a woman in her 40s who's still able to command the attention that she does. And, you know, because it's an ageist industry. And a lot of people be ready to take women out to the pasture and put them out of their misery by the time they hit 30. And so I think not just Beyonce, but it's quite a number of women, especially black women in the industry, both actors and musicians and artists who are in their 40s and they are giving the young girls a run for their money. And for me being in my 30s, I think it's exciting. Um, it's no disrespect to young girls, young women. It's no disrespect at all. But I just think that it's time for us to reimagine what life is like after your 20s and stop viewing women like they're done, they're finished, they're washed once they reach a certain age. And I think this is just one of the examples of, no, they're actually not. Life is still rolling. It's even more exciting. And, you know, join the party. So... Um, sorry if it sounds rushed. Sorry if I sound hushed, but I'm at work. I'm just trying to, you know, get this review, make it as in-depth as possible with the little time I have. So if you made it through this video, I mean, <laughs> through this episode, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy Renaissance. And if it isn't your taste, maybe give it another listen. Um, and just try to, you know, think outside the box. But if it still isn't your taste, that's cool too. But I think we all should be in agreement that Beyonce is a hell of an artist, a hell of a businesswoman, and she's iconic. And I personally do think she is our generation's Michael Jackson. Sorry, not sorry. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.